Daniel Morris from BNP Paribas Investment Partners, Senior Investment Strategist, and welcome to Market Breakfast as part of our ongoing podcast series. We are now able to give you access to global market updates easily on the go in less than five minutes. So what do we have to talk about this week? So first, we can take a quick look at some of the economic data from last week. I'd say the most interesting one probably was the U.S. Consumer Sentiment survey from the University of Michigan, which came in below expectations. And the commentary was that businesses, consumers were a little more hesitant ahead of the election. So not so surprising uh, given the difference in policy outlook depending on who would win. So you would expect that uncertainty to persist. And then we'll see, of course, what happens afterwards. But nonetheless, looking for a rebound in consumer sentiment once we get past the election. It's for economic data that's coming up this week. Now, probably the, the biggest economic number would be the Chinese GDP, though not expecting really much of a surprise there. I think we already know what the number is going to be. Uh, it's what the Chinese government wants it to be. Uh, more interesting and more significant for the markets is going to be the commentary that comes out uh, after the press conference when the ECB announces its main, main refinancing rate. Because the other interesting thing that's been going on in the markets over the last week, of course, is the rise in uh, core sovereign bond yields in the U.S. and in Germany. So U.S. 10-year up to 1.8%, uh, Germany 0.1%, uh, highest level since the breakfast vote, so, uh, Brexit vote, so a pretty significant turnaround in bond yields. Uh, being prompted by a couple different factors. So first factor, I would say, is rise in inflation expectations, uh, to some degree triggered by what's going on in the U.K., though I think that's more particular to the U.K. situation, uh, and you're seeing that reflected in gilt yields. Uh, the U.S., however, is also starting to look at rising inflation, and also there were the comments from Janet Yellen on Friday that she would be willing to consider letting the U.S. economy, quote, run hot for a while to help redress some of the structural effects of the Great Recession, that you would allow the economy to grow more strongly than you might otherwise uh, to bring down the unemployment rate uh, and help the supply side. So if that was the case, you would expect to see higher inflation expectations, higher inflation in the future. So that didn't necessarily preclude a hike in December, but it does raise questions about how much they would hike subsequently. So that's fed through to inflation expectations, has fed through uh, into uh, nominal yields for the U.S. Now, on the European front, of course, we've still been talking about the questions of uh, is the ECB thinking about tapering? When would they do it? Uh, and after the Bank of Japan announcement, how much the central banks can do. So I think it will be significant what Draghi says if he's able to convince the market uh, that the ECB is going to continue to buy, that they're going to push yields lower, conceivably we could see a quick reversal of the increase we've had in yields over the last couple of weeks. Uh, so that'll be important not only for government bond yields, but subsequently on the equity side for the bond proxies, sectors like real estate, telco, uh, utilities that have done well as investors look for bond-like yields within the equity sector. Now, those sectors in particular have done poorly of late with the rising yields, though interestingly, uh, over the last week, even though you had treasuries go up and uh, boons and gilts rise, they actually recovered a bit. But I think our longer-term outlook is really going to depend on the perspective we get from the ECB as well as from the Fed. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is we could see a bit of a tug-of-war, so to speak, from a government bond front between the U.S. and Europe. If, on one hand, you have the U.S., 
with maybe you know ongoing loose monetary policy, more policy, more tolerance for higher inflation, uh, and therefore higher bond yields in the U.S. Whereas, let's say, on the other hand, Draghi convinces the market that yields in Europe are going to stay low. You still have the spread between Treasuries and boons, and a question of how far that can go. Uh, and who's going to win? Is the U.S. going to pull boon yields up, or would boon yields pull Treasuries down? So that's what's ahead, and we'll talk next week about what we learned from this from the ECB and economic data from China. Uh, look out for our next edition of Market Breakfast in our podcast series, and thank you for tuning in. This podcast presentation is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BMP Paribas Investment Partners or any affiliate. The information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.